0: Hey, this is Mr. Anderson. Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Peak Podcast. Let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man, Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back
1: and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the new world order, NWO, and neo-perfect secrets of WCW Network. New two out of three falls here on the Cruise Control Podcast, Tuesday night, August 14th. I'm joined by Graham Matthews from Bleacher Report. He's on Twitter at WrestleRant. And you got me, Randy Cruz, uh, on Twitter at randyj.cruz r e n d y the letter J C R U Z, and again absent. Once again, it's Mr. Mark Ramondi from MMAfighting.com. Very busy man. Don't know where he's at right now. He's probably doing some work. But again, it's me and Graham with you tonight. Graham, my man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy, in SummerSlam mode right now. I had a Sunday's pay-per-view looking for,
0: looking more forward to take over on Saturday, which I'm going to be at. I had to make the, uh, the hard call, which really wasn't all that difficult, mm. to not go to SummerSlam on Sunday. But I am looking forward to the weekend of wrestling nonetheless.
1: I hear that, man. Uh, I think right now I won't be at NXT. I won't be at SummerSlam. Just a very busy week for me, weekend for me. So hopefully you uh – Enjoy it. Have a good time at, at, at NXT. If you happen to make it to SummerSlam, hope you you know enjoy that as well or Raw SmackDown, cause you know all four events will be at the Barclays Center as always. Um, you know what? Let's get right to it, man. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn Four this Saturday. Five matches on the card. Shayna Baszler against. What's the name, man? I'm trying to pronounce uh, Kyrie it. Kyrie Sane. There you go. I just I didn't want to fuck it up. Kyrie Sane. Baszler <laughs> Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. Who do you got, man? I got Baszler. I like Sane a
0: lot. They had a really good match in the finals of last year's Mae Young Classic. I think this will be another equally entertaining encounter from these two women. Mm. Um, I would not take the title off Baszler. I know Mark's going to love to hear this, but I think Baszler's is a star. She's really, right. really good. Now, Sane might be a better wrestler, and she's great, and she's over right now. I just don't think the timing is right. Uh, Baszler just won the belt over Mania weekend. I would keep that belt on her at least until Evolution in October. She's got to be a part of that pay-per-view. She's got to be defending the championship. You could have her lose the belt on that show to – Sane, or Candice LeRae, or even Tony Storm, or someone along those lines. Mm-hmm. I think now is still too soon. She's really just kind of getting her feet wet as NXT Women's Champion. It would be premature to take that belt off of her at this point. Right. So I say Baszler retains the title.
1: I would say Shayna Baszler retains as well. My man, Velveteen Dream against EC3. You already know who I'm going with. Who you got? I got to go Velveteen
0: Dream as well. Yeah. I, mean, I like both guys. EC3 is a star as is Dream. Um I mean this is single the single's debut for EC3 at a takeover. So he could use the win too, but Dream really needs to I am not I wouldn't say really needs to win. Like he wouldn't be damaged if he lost here. NXT <laughs> does kind of a good job of allowing people to maintain momentum. Um but he lost in New Orleans. Well, first of all, I lost against Aleister Black at last year's show at war games i think it was beat cassius ono lost in new orleans failed to become the nxt north american champion that night then lost to ricochet which kind of surprised me i thought he might win that night he didn't um and now he's got this match ec3 can sustain the loss he'll be just fine dreams going over
1: here i hope so too um where can i go now Tag team title match, the undisputed era against the Mustache Mountain. Um I'm just gonna go with the Undisputed Era. What you got?
0: Yeah, I gotta agree. The three matches, the two matches anyway they've had up to this point have been really, really good. Uh Tyler bait and Trent Seven work amazingly well as a tag team. Their matches on the NXDU camp uh UK championship special a few months back back in June was great. The match they had in NXT TV was awesome. So this should be no different. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they should regain the goal or retain the belts here. There's really no reason to get the belts back on Mustache Mountain other than just to hype the upcoming NXT TV tapings they have coming up. Um, Which they've already kind of did by having the belts change hands in England to begin with. Mm -hmm. But they have the Street Profits down there. They got Heavy Machinery. They have the War Raiders. They have plenty of more tag teams that the Undisputed Era has has, uh, yet to face. So it would be a mistake to have them loot the belts back to uh, Mustache Mount at this point. So I've got Undisputed Era still tag team champions coming out of TakeOver.
1: Now, the match I think that can go either way is the NXT North American Championship with uh, Ricochet and my man Adam Cole. Um, you know me, I, I'm a big Adam Cole fan, but I, I, I think, uh, something tells me might might walk out of Barclays as a new NXT North American Championship. Am I right, or am I bugging out here, Graham? Uh, I think you're right. Honestly,
0: this could very well go either way. That's why I'm so excited for this match. In mm-hmm. addition to the obvious fact that they're going to work well together, they should have great chemistry together. Um... But yeah, I don't know what to go with here. It's tough because Ricochet is on a roll right now. Adam Cole's on a roll right now. I could see a situation where Undisputed Era helps Cole retain the belt, but I could also see Ricochet winning. They had Adam Cole beat Ricochet in an episode of NXT in a six-man tag team match. They attacked Ricochet in last week's NXT. So Cole has momentum on his side. So booking one on one would dictate that Ricochet wins. I'm going to, you know, this might be a bold take. I'll say Cole wins. Adam Cole, baby, wins the match. And then they prolong the feud and they have another match at war games. And then Ricochet wins there. So that's my uh, bold prediction for this pay-per-view.
1: And for the NXT championship last man standing match, Tommaso Ciampa against Johnny Gargano. I think Ciampa going to win. He, he just won the fucking belt. I don't think he's going to lose it. So, I mean, I could be I could be wrong. It is, it is Brooklyn. And they might change changed the the, the 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 title already, but I think Ciampa retains. What do you think?
0: You know, I was going to say the same thing a few weeks ago, but then Black got hurt. It was supposed to be three with Alistair Black. That would have been a great match. This will be a great match too, but I really wanted Black to finally get his main event spotlight at a takeover, which he has yet to get. He's really been overshadowed for like the last two or three takeovers. Um, but he got hurt. He's out of the picture for the foreseeable future. It's Gargano, Ciampa one-on-one. You know, I always envisioned Gargano being the one to take the bell from Ciampa. I didn't think it would happen this soon because of Black's injury. I mean, if it was a three-way, I would, had my heart set on Ciampa winning. But now that it's one-on-one, you don't have to pin your opponent. I'm going to lean towards Gargano. I think Gargano wins here. Uh, if they don't do a draw. Now, they could do a draw, which they've done before in NXT to close out a takeover. So it's not like they've never done it. But they got to close the show out on a high note. Um, you may not know who he is. You probably don't, Randy. It's okay. He's an ending darling right now. He's an independent guy. His name is Matt Riddle. Yeah. He's been reported to uh, to report to NXT. He's been reported to show up in NXT anytime now. And I assume he shows up in the crowd. He could do that and still show up at the end of the night. By um, you know, This could end in the draw, and then Ciampa's about to kill Gargano. And then Matt Riddle comes out to lay out Tommaso Ciampa. I can guarantee you that would be a, a great moment and get an amazing reaction um i don't think that'll happen that's not my pick i think gargano wins um just because i could see Chapa winning but then really where do you go from there i guess you could do yeah. him in black when black gets back at war games it's tough even if gargano wins what do you do do you do a rematch do you do a fourth match between the two for a fourth consecutive takeover like does it start to wear thin by that point like it's tough to say um but again if i had to choose gun to head if it's not a draw then gargano becomes the new champion
1: yeah, you know, fans fans won't mind a, a Champa Gargano four, five, six, whatever, and you know they'll complain about Brock and Roman four.
0: True, but at least this <laughs> is actually compelling. So there's a difference there. That Brock and Roman does not compel me at all. The only the uh, only part of Brock and Roman that compelled me, and we'll talk about this in the Summerslam prediction predictions, was Heyman potentially turning on Lesnar, and they squashed that on Monday. So now there's yeah. I'm back to not caring about their match at Summerslam at all.
1: Um. Yeah, let, 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 let's go to that because, you know, we all thought Heyman and Brock weren't on good terms. The potential split, it, we had the tease of Paul Heyman announcing for Roman Reigns and being his new client and that ain't happened. So everything went out the way uh, on Monday week. The, the pepper spray to, to reigns his face and Brock comes out and beats the shit out, out of reigns so now apparently Brock and Paul Heyman are on the same page once again took out all the suspense leading into SummerSlam Like why, why couldn't you wait till SummerSlam to pull that off I have no idea but uh, apparently they're both back together they, they go for the championship on, on Sunday um, let me pull up SummerSlam matter of fact while I'm doing that how shocked were you that, that one, that they, that they are back together, and two, it took them two fucking weeks to get back together? They, like, they did not pull the trigger at SummerSlam instead.
0: That's what I would have done. Like That was the only real reason that people were looking forward to the match, to see if Heyman would turn on Brock inside yeah. with Braun or Roman Reigns. Like Keeping them together is not the problem. I would have kept them together because you know Brock's going to be back. It doesn't matter whether he leaves right now for two months, six months, a year. He'll be back. Brock Lesnar will be back. And when he gets back, he should be with Paul Heyman. So breaking them up would be a dumb idea. I wrote about it for Bleacher Report this past weekend. It would be really stupid. So that being said, I just think it was dumb to do the reveal when they did. Now, it made for a great segment, but now we're back to square one. Yeah. Where it's back to Roman and Brock one-on-one with Heyman and Brock's corner. And I still don't give a shit because you know Heyman won't turn on Brock. And you know Roman's gonna win, so again, it's really stupid, and that's why I didn't really care for what they did on Monday's Raw.
1: I mean, unless they just again fantasy booking, unless they just they do something where you know Sunday something happens, but like Brock doesn't show Heyman any appreciation for what he did on Monday, and then at the end Paul helps Reigns out to win. But again, that's that's far fetched. That not something that I see happening. Again, you you need to have the compelling storyline heading into um, into Sunday, not only that match, but, but but for every match. And I think if you you already you already killed the whole suspense, like oh can it can, can like can Paul Heyman really turn on Brock? You know can 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 this be a full one hundred percent split? Can Paul Heyman be aligned with Roman Reigns? What do we do? And you, you, and you just killed that shit on, on, on Monday night. I, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not the fact that they got back together.
0: I'm fine with that. I expected yeah. that. But just do it at the fucking pay-per-view. Exactly. It was made no sense. It was so stupid. Maybe they thought that, okay, we're going to get them back together. But there's no way to do that if you're going to have Brock lose. Like You're not going to reunite them and then have Brock lose. So I get that. Then why do the fucking angle in the first place? Because it was interesting Mm -hmm. and had a great Heyman segment, I guess. And maybe, I guess it helped them prolong the feud without having Brock sit in the back for three hours again like we saw a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know. The timing was stupid. It wasn't what they did. It was just when they did it. Because now we're back to a main event that no one gives two shits about. So that's on them.
1: Uh, SummerSlam, Grant. We have all total 13 matches, three on the kickoff show. Three standouts that I know you can't wait to see, uh, and the SummerSlam is more of the event I know you want to see more than, than, than Takeover. Oh, of um, course, you can't of course. wait. Buck takeover actually <laughs> <NXT> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Cruiserweight Championship. I'm gonna go. Listen, I don't watch 205 Live. I, I'm just gonna go on a whim. I'm going to say Drew Gulak is the new Cruiserweight Championship because I want somebody brand new to be champion. What do you got, Cedric or, or Gulak? I could see Gulak winning.
0: Um, 205 Live has been great since they kind of uh, rebooted the show earlier this year with Triple H taking over. Alexander's been a great fighting champion. Um, Mustafa Ali, I think would be a better fit to take the belt off of Alexander, either him or Leo Rush or Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy is Australian. And they have that Australia com- that Australian show coming up, the Super Showdown shit, coming up in October. Right. So I would take the belt off of them then. There's no point to take the belt off of them before. And then I am happy the Cruiserweights are at SummerSlam, though. They have not been on any pay-per-view since WrestleMania. And I can't say I'm surprised because they do want to make 205 Live its own entity. Um, but I guess they figured hey, if there's any crowd that's going to react to these guys and... I mean, the show's a lot better, but the main roster crowds are still pretty shit towards these guys because they don't watch the shows. That's the issue. Um, but the show's a lot better. They should just tape it at full sale at this point. But that being said, they probably assume if there's any crowd that's going to be excited for these guys. It's going to be Brooklyn. So that's probably why they did that. So, um, But I do have Alexander retaining the title, though.
1: Were the cruiserweights on the main card for <coughs> SummerSlam last year or was it uh, kickoff? Kickoff,
0: too. It was Neville and Tozawa at SummerSlam last year. Kick. They've always been on the kickoff for every, like, Big Four pay-per-view. They were on the kickoff for Royal Rumble this year, mm-hmm. WrestleMania this year, Survivor Series. I don't even know if they were... At the show. No, wow. they were on the kickoff. I think it was Enzo and Kalisto. I don't think it was on the actual card. I'm pretty sure it was on the kickoff show. SummerSlam, it was Neville and Tazawa kickoff show. WrestleMania, fucking kickoff show with Neville and Austin Aries, which should have been in the main card, to be honest. The last time the Cruiserweight Championship match was on a big four pay-per-view was Royal Rumble of 2017. That is terrible. Wow. And... I know 205 Live is not what it was then. It's a lot better now, mm-hmm. but they're also not on Raw anymore. So they figured that crowds aren't watching it even less now than they were then. So they're not going to react. So I get why they're not on the shows, but it, it does kind of suck that they're not getting represented. There's no more. There's not more exposure for these guys than there currently is.
1: Rusev and Lana against uh, Andrade C and Almas and Selena Vega mixed tag team match. <laughs> I'm going to go with CN Almas, and Zelina Vega. Who do you got?
0: They're the money pairing. I would have them win, but Rusev and Lana have lost like every week now for like a month. Damn. So I think they're going to win here just uh, for the sake of 50-50 booking and give the baby faces a win after losing for so long. But if Almas and Vega win, I would not complain.
1: Because I'm also writing this down. I want to see how many we get wrong, how many we get right, who wins between me and you. So you got Rusev. I got CN Almas. Um, the B team. Against the, the Revival the Raw Tag Team title that's also on the kickoff show. I would say the B-Team. What you got? Uh, B-Team 2. I like the Revival. But if they were going to take the belts
0: off of the B-Team, they would have done it on Monday. They would have done it then. They would have done the rematch on SummerSlam's kickoff show. It makes no sense to do the three-way on Monday, have the B-Team retain when the odds are stacked against them even more than they are in this match, and then have them lose like that's stupid. I love the Revival, and I hope they win. I don't think they will, and they probably won't. So I have the B team retaining here.
1: All right, the main card. Let's uh, have some fun here. Who, what match do you think will open up SummerSlam? We, it ain't John Cena or uh, Baron Corbin this time.
0: Nah, I don't know if anything is going to ever top that opener. <laughs> yes, um, right. One of the best openers in SummerSlam history. I nah, kid, I kid. Let's nah, see here. Nah, I hear that. <laughs> if there's any one match to kick off the actual show, um. <clears throat> I mean, there's a few different matches that could realistically kick off the show. Mm, I could see Bal- Bal- Balor and Corbin is not really an opener. No one gives a no.
1: shit about
0: that match. <laughs> uh, Ziggler and Rollins would be great, but that's kind of that's more ho- higher profile now that yeah. they have Ambrose in his corner. So I don't know if that's really opener material. Nakamura and Hardy. I'll say Nakamura and Hardy. They ha- they're probably going to have a really good chemistry again, have so. a good match. I didn't watch SmackDown yet, so maybe Orton got added. But even if he does... I still think it's going to kick off the show. I'll say that.
1: So you have Nakamura and Jeff. You know what? I I, I think that might be the opener, too. I know it ain't the, it, it ain't the Bludger Brothers. Um, could it be Braun and Kevin Owens? I could see that. I could see
0: that. Me and we, Braun, we know Braun's going to win. I don't know if it's going to be the most exciting match. So then I wouldn't do that. But I, I could see that happening.
1: I'm going to say Braun KO because in my mind... If there is a cash in, then they're not gonna have Braun go on like at ten o'clock and then come back out a half no. hour later. They'll make him they'll make them fight early, chill out, and then make him come back out if they go that route. Um so you got you got Nakamura, Jeff Hardy, Braun K. O. Uh, while we on it, Nakamura retains.
0: Mm. Yeah, Nakamura wins. That definitely Nakamura wins. I'm thinking if Orton
1: gets added, maybe not, but yeah, Nakamura wins. I said Nakamura as well. Braun Strowman retains his money to bank contract, or do you feel like Kevin Owens steals a victory here?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Strowman wins. No no question about it. Owens technically already won the extreme Rules, and the reason they did that was to set up a rematch. Strowman definitely wins here.
1: Uh Bludgeon Brothers New Day, tag team titles, uh SmackDown. I really don't give a shit about <laughs> this match. I think Bludgeon retains. What do you What do you think? The same thing?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, no, actually, no. I'm going to say New Day win. Really? I'm going to say New Day win. Bludgeon Brothers don't really do much for me. Um, I like them, but I think New Day, really, if it's not New Day, what team can take the belts off of Bludgeon Brothers? They've already beat the Usos multiple times. Yeah. They've already beaten Anderson and Gallows multiple times. Sanity is no threat right now. Maybe the bar, but then why wouldn't you just have the bar go for the belts on this show? So I think New Day will win here.
1: Yeah, like you said, you know what good does it make it if the Bludgeon Brothers win? But I'm saying you want you, you want you really want to see the New Day be tag team champions again, Graham? Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, hey, you
0: know what? It's better. I don't know. It's better than Bludgeon Brothers. They're not really doing anything. The thing with a New Day. The thing with the nudity that people have to realize is that no matter how sick that people are of their act, they're still over. They are so over. They got a great reaction tonight. They got a great reaction last week. They got a great reaction two weeks before that. These guys are still over no matter whether people like them or not. And it's not a Roman Reigns situation where it's like they're still getting a reaction. They're just not over. They're not popular. Mm -hmm. They're still very popular. Right. And they're a lot more over than the Bludgeon Brothers who people are like, eh, kind of boring me. So, I got to go New Day here.
1: This match, which which I think could also open up, will be Carmella, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, triple threat for the SmackDown Women's title. That could open up. Um, is Sunday the, the the last day Carmella is champion, or does she come out of Brooklyn retaining as champion?
0: I think Carmella retains. I thought if Becky went for the belt one-on-one, then Carmella would lose. But then Carmella and Charlotte kind of cancel each other out here. Not Carmella, I'm sorry. Becky kind of cancel each other out here. And Carmella walks out, still the champion, and then one of the other two women can beat her for the belt to the next pay-per-view, probably, hopefully Becky. The cool thing about this match is that it really could go any way. Any Mm -hmm. one of these women could realistically win. I don't like Carmella as champion, but I could see her winning here. And then having Becky beat her for the belt at Hell in a Cell next month. So my current pick is Carmella.
1: So you're not a fan of the princess from Staten Island, Graham? Not in the uh, slightest.
0: I am sorry. She is not um, good. She's a good character. She's been getting better in the mic, but in the ring, she is fucking abysmal.
1: I would go with Carmella as well because I just, you know, I don't see Becky winning. I don't see Charlotte winning. I think Charlotte will be somewhat championed by WrestleMania. Becky just maybe they do a, some sort of a rematch at a at a Evolution uh, after Hell in a Cell. But I think Carmella. You may not like her as champion or her character, but I think it's. I, uh, I don't know. I just think, I think it's too soon to to to, to uh, take the belt off of her. I mean, if, if if Oscar can't do it, what makes you think Becky and Charlotte going to do it, right?
0: Uh, I mean Charlotte could. I mean she could because she could win and then go heel. Last. I think she's going heel regardless. Mm. I don't know. I think Charlotte would be a better heel as a better heel top champion for that show than Carmella. You know what's funny?
1: You know what's funny, Grant? I thought real quick when I was watching SmackDown earlier and when they won the match and they were celebrating and she kept putting Becky's arms up, uh, something told me like the way Charlotte looked, like it wasn't like the happy-go-lucky or whatever, and and they also had the backstage segment kind of thing. I mean... I'm not saying she's going to turn heel tomorrow, but I'm saying that I think eventually she'll, she'll go back to her heel ways. Uh, having a, a heel Charlotte Flair and a baby face Becky Lynch, I think, will be better. Um, I don't know. That's probably just me, but I, I, I wouldn't doubt seeing Charlotte Flair turning heel very soon. No,
0: I wouldn't doubt that at all. I do expect it to happen at some point in the not so distant future hopefully before Evolution in October, thus setting up a Charlotte-Becky one-on-one match for the SmackDown Women's Championship with Charlotte as the heel and Becky as the babyface.
1: Finn Balor, Baron Corbin. Uh, uh, again, not a match I really care <laughs> about. So Baron Corbin didn't lose last year at SummerSlam, so uh, <laughs> just for that reason, I might, go, I might go with Baron Corbin. What do you, who you got?
0: Good God, who gives a shit? Nothing on the line, no <laughs> stipulation. Who the fuck could possibly care? I'm going to go Balor just for the sake of fifty-fifty booking. He won the first one. Balor won the rematch, or Corbin won the rematch. Balor's got to win. I know they're trying to build up Corbin, and I like Corbin, mm-hmm. but Balor deserves so much better than this shit. Um, so I'm going to go Balor. I don't think we see the demon. We don't need to see the demon. I don't want to see it wasted on Baron Corbin. So, I think Balor wins regardless,
1: though. No? Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, Intercontinental Championship, a regular match, which I thought they, they'll put up some sort of stipulation, but they, they did not. They had a they, the the Ironman match was last month, and now it's a regular match for the IC title. Does Dolph walk out of Broccoli Center still champion, or Seth, we're now with Dean Ambrose in his corner, regain the belt?
0: This can only really go one of two ways. One, Rollins regains the belt because Ambrose finally counteracts Drew McIntyre and that's how Rollins wins. Or Ambrose turns heel on Rollins. I don't see Ziggler winning and then nothing coming of Rollins and Ambrose turning on each other. So, if that doesn't happen, then what the fuck's the point? And then what are you going to do? Another match? Like, Rollins has already lost multiple times to Ziggler to the point where it's like, okay, they're dragging this out for a reason because they want to get the belt back on Rollins at some point. Now that Ambrose is back, they'll do that. Maybe they put the belt back on Rollins, and then that's when they have Ambrose turn on Rollins because Rollins wants, or Ambrose wants the Intercontinental Championship for himself. Um, So, that's what I see happening. Hopefully, at some point, Ambrose looking great on Monday's Raw. New look, looking jacked. It looks very yeah. heelish to me. So I see him going heal at some point in the not so distant future. But as for this match, it should be good. But I do see Rollins regaining the gold from uh, Dolph Ziggler.
1: Oh man, you know how much I like Dolph, so it's gonna be tough. And I like Seth too, but I think I think Dolph wins. I, I really don't. I have no idea how, no idea why. Like you said, the only way that could happen. As if uh, Ambrose turns heel on Seth and then makes Seth lose, so I will go with Mr. Ziggler because I'm just a big fan of his, and I think it's too soon for him to lose the IC title. I think they got a lot more to go with the whole storyline. Uh, who else am I missing here? Oh, Daniel Bryan, The Miz. I, I, I like the um, the promo package they had on SmackDown, giving the you know, part one, part two, part three to go back into the history of NXT and now and, and where they at now. Uh, a long history for over eight years now. Um, I'm gonna go with the Miz. That's just me. I think I think they can they, they can continue playing out this Danny Bryan, you know, comeback story. Can't win. He can't fight off his nemesis, and then later on WrestleMania time. That's when probably he'll be able to fend off the Miz. But I I, I don't I don't see the I don't see Danny Bryan winning on Sunday. Don't get mad at me, but. I got The Miz on Sunday. Who you got?
0: No, I have Miz 1 too. I've really oh, been enjoying yeah. this. I've really been enjoying this feed for obvious reasons. They work well together. They have the chemistry. They have the history. Do the math. The match is going to be great on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the three-part build, the three-part video package they did to build the match on Tuesday SmackDown was fin-fucking-tastic. If you didn't watch SmackDown this week, go out of your way to watch that because that was one of the highlights of the night. And I can't wait for this. I'm more. I don't know what I'm more excited for this or Styles and Joe. Um, but we know the match is going to be great. And again, it could go either way. And it doesn't matter what, whether Brian leaves or not, because I guess in, in their mind, oh, Brian's going to leave. We have to have Miz win. Mm. Not necessarily. I don't think Brian's leaving anyway, to be honest with you. But this is what I see happening, or what at least what I think should happen. So Miz wins because Brian's gotten a few big wins here and there. He beat Big Cass twice. He's beating a few people on TV. Yeah. What was the last big win that Miz really got? Like, let's be honest here. He lost the money in the bank. He wasn't at Extreme Rules. He lost the backlash to Seth Rollins. He lost at WrestleMania. Mm. He lost at Elimination Chamber. Mm. And he lost that Roy. Like, the guy has not won a pay per view match in 2018, and it's fucking August. <laughs> like, let's go here. Not only that. But I think the feud should continue well past SummerSlam, going into what we predicted months ago, going into WrestleMania 35. So Miz wins here. Yeah. He has a win over Brian that he can kind of gloat about for the rest of the year. Exactly. That win takes him to WWE Championship contention, beating AJ or Joe or whoever for that championship by the end of the year. Brian finally wins the Rumble, so people can shut the hell up about him winning the Rumble after five years. I think it's a perfect story to tell. They're in Phoenix. That's where he's from. And he's from Aberdeen, Washington, but he lived in Phoenix for a while. I don't know if he still does. But he can win the Rumble there. Go on to WrestleMania and be Miz for the belt. It's simple storytelling. I know that's a long term booking. Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're not thinking that far ahead, let alone into two weeks into the future. Nope. But I think it'd be a great story to tell. But bottom line, Miz needs this win well more than Brian does. And Brian can bounce back the next day because he's a fucking underdog anyway. So I got Miz winning here.
1: Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's Championship. Ah. <sighs> Um, I like both. I just don't see Ronda Rousey losing on Sunday. They already did that false finish with uh, her and Nia Jax back at Money in the Bank where she she lost, but it wasn't like she got pinned or submitted. But, And I think the storyline that they, they've been having uh, has been pretty good. I got Rousey winning on Sunday. Do you have the same or do you have Alexa Bliss winning? I do have Rousey winning. I could see a scenario. I know
0: people are thinking, oh, maybe Natalia turns heel and, you know, she cost Rousey the match. Obviously, at this point, that's not ha- – I didn't see that happening anyway, but I don't see that happening now. Obviously, her dad just passed away on Monday. That's mm-hmm. That would be the dumbest thing they can possibly do uh, is to turn her heel when she's probably more – would be more over now than she ever has been in her entire career. I'm not saying capitalize off her father's death by giving him the belt. That would be stupid. But I'm just saying that people are gonna feel sympathetic towards her. They're not gonna boo her. So anyway, I don't see that happening. Alexa Bliss, she's had her time in the title picture. She really shouldn't have regained the belt to begin with, but Alexa and Rhonda was the real money match here. She's played a role to perfection. Right. The feud's been great. One of the soul saving graces of Raw in recent months. Um, they can always confer they can always continue the feud after SummerSlam, They can always further the feud going into the fall. There's no issue with that. I have no problem with that. But I do think Rousey has to win here because if you wait till Evolution, I don't know. She already technically lost once to Money in the Bank. You can only have Rousey fail to win the championship multiple times. If you do another DQ finish, mm-hmm. it's the same shit that we just saw Money in the Bank. So she's got to win here. People like her. She's a star. She's already started the wrestle on Raw. So I think she'll be fine as champion. She can face Mickey James on Raw at some point. I've said that before. That would be a really good match, I think. Um and it can also maybe help boost their ratings going into the fall season, which are typically the worst possible season rating-wise for WWE. So bottom line, Alexa Bliss loses the championship here to Ronda Rousey.
1: You know what I noticed? I'm looking at I'm looking at who we picked, right? And and, and I picked. <laughs> that's probably just me. I picked like all the heels outside of Rousey and Strowman to win. I picked every. It heel. might be a
0: heel heavy show. We'll see. But that is that is pretty heel heavy on your on your part.
1: That's why I feel like when it comes to AJ and Samoa Joe, uh, for the championship on SmackDown, we're gonna have a new champion in Samoa Joe. I have no idea how and why. I just feel like AJ has has had the belt for too long. Samoa Joe wins. Do you agree or do you go with AJ Styles?
0: I agree. Like I said, I could see AJ retaining if only because Miz can take it off of him down the road. Um, But I don't know. I think Joe's the hot hand right now. You got to go with what's hot. Joe has really been deserving of a main roster world title run since like early of last year. My bold prediction for 2017 was that the guy would be a world champion in 2017. Didn't happen. Came close against Brock Lesnar at both SummerSlam and Great Balls of Fire. Lost both times. But at least he came close. On SmackDown, the guy's the fucking man. There is no better heel on SmackDown right now than Samoa Joe. And Miz is great and Randy Orton's great. So that's saying a lot. But um, Joe is a really, really good antagonist for AJ Styles. The match should be good. You can always put the belt right back on AJ in the next pay-per-view. I wouldn't do that, but if they wanted to do that, to have Miz take the belt from AJ at some point on the road, that's okay. But I would put the belt on Joe. He's deserving. This is his time.
1: Uh you mentioned Orton. No Randy Orton. No uh Sasha Banks, no Bailey on this card. I just just kinda point out here. I don't know I don't know what's up. But yeah. And then he, you know, you would think that we thought this whole time. That Bailey and Sasha will be the one the one-on-one match in Brooklyn, Barkley Center, you know, re trying to rehash what they, they did in 2015 at a at, uh, NXT Takeover, but neither one on the card, neither the uh, Randy Orton.
0: Orton surprises me. I mean, he will appear in some capacity. Um just because I know for a fact that obviously he's feeding with Jeff right now. He's not gonna not be a part of the pay-per-view. Maybe he gets out of the last minute. I don't know. I didn't watch the second half of SmackDown, maybe he did, I have no clue. But that being said, with Balian Banks, I'm also surprised by that. At the very least, I thought they would end up on the kickoff show against like the Riot Squad, and they could still appear. I guess I don't see it happening. They're already kind of uh, jam packed as it is, but yeah, the real, really what what caused Balion Banks. To be worth it in the end, to like, okay, that was all worth it, was the idea was that they could face off at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn three years after their instant classic in the same arena Mm -hmm. over SummerSlam weekend in 2015. But they're not even on the fucking show. So then what was the point of them fighting for six months? Because now they're best friends anyway. But they were best friends to begin with. So they fought for no reason. And then got back together like nothing ever happened. So if they're going to have one turn on the other, I guess they could do that. But I would have done the match here. Maybe they could do it at Evolution. They're just holding it out a little while longer. True. But I would have done it here just because of the specialness of the SummerSlam or of SummerSlam weekend and the building and the fans and everything else. But, yeah, very weird. Very weird booking with those two.
1: Yeah. um, What else we have here? Oh, we got John Cena Undertaker WrestleMania rematch. Now fuck with you. Yeah, good God! <laughs> would, I would. No thanks, I'm also I'll pass. Come on, Greg, you don't want to see uh Cena Taker Part Two at SummerSlam. I can't say I do.
0: Not right now, anyway. This this uh, show is good enough without him.
1: Oh uh, damn! What, what him or both of them?
0: Both. I think SummerSlam is good without Cena and Taker. And they're both good. Without so they don't need to be on Summerslam. They can be on the kickoff show. They can be in
1: catering for a change. The the kickoff show. Undertaker relegated to the kickoff. show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Taker. Wow. Gotta pay your dues, buddy. Almost thirty years of service, and you're just like, hey, you know what? You're you're a kickoff material with Kalisto and them guys.
0: Yeah, Taker and Kalisto take my money. Take my pesos. I would love to see that.
1: Hey, John Cena was near. He was he 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 went up first last <laughs> year. So he's damn. He's more near than than, than Taker.
0: He was. He was close last year, and he was yeah. barely on the WrestleMania card this year. So the guy is barely making the cut. He's not even on the card this year, so that's even worse.
1: Before I get to, to, to the main event, were you um, shocked, surprised? Did, did you know Dean Ambrose was going to return on, on, on Monday? Because i seen a lot of fans in the crowd had like, you know, welcome back, lunatic fringe. Apparently, some fans knew. I, I didn't know. Uh, what did you make of his return? were you shocked surprised by it and does like you said does the new look kind of gives you a little indication like this might be like a, a heel version of Dean Ambrose coming soon
0: yeah i i didn't say, i saw it coming but only at a certain point not at the beginning of the night not even before Ross started, like it was rumored I wasn't on the dirt sheets all day, so I don't know. Maybe there was a report about it, that he was backstage or something. Mm-hmm. The point in which I assumed that he was on the show was when, A, when I figured out they were going on last. They're not going to save Ziggler and, and Rollins' contract signing after the feed's been going on for two months. They're not going to save that for last for no reason. So I assumed then, it then. And also when Angle said, oh, Rollins is going to have a partner in his corner at SummerSlam. It's like, okay, who else could it be but Dean Ambrose? So I kind of assumed that at that point, obviously it turned out to be the case. Didn't take away from the moment at all. People still acted surprised. They gave him a big pop. He looked great. Like I said earlier, great haircut, looking jacked, looking real heel. So maybe he goes heel on Rollins at some point. Maybe not anytime soon, but at some point he's going he's gonna to go heel. And Raw needs heels right now that are real credible. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was a great way to end the show. Raw really needs musty moments nowadays. The show is so fucking boring and abysmal and formulaic mm-hmm. every single week. That we need something new. Um, so between the Paul Heyman interview last week and the Dean Ambrose return this week, Raw is doing a good job of uh delivering memorable moments to get people to watch the show.
1: And did you miss Coachman this Monday? I know uh Renee Young filled in for him, so were you more like, I don't, I don't miss Coachman at all. Or do you feel like Renee did a, a good job? I thought she did a good job. Um, yeah. I can't say I miss Coachman, I think he's good. People hate
0: on him. I think he's fine Mm -hmm. i know he messes up a lot of shit i don't know i don't really pay a lot of attention to the commentary to be honest i really don't care that much um people do not like coachman for whatever reason i think he's okay but renee young did a good job too she did a lot better than i remember her being when she called nxt about five or four years ago Mm -hmm. she was okay then she was better now i mean granted it's only one week maybe just because she's a fresh voice i don't know I thought she did all right. I enjoyed her, so maybe they'll give more chances to her to call commentary down the road on Raw because she's already calling the May Young Classic and she's going to be calling the Evolution pay-per-view, so maybe she'll be calling Raw more often in the future. It's better than Booker T, I'll say that much.
1: All right, Graham, the match that we've all been waiting for, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, universal title with Paul Heyman in the corner now of uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, we've seen this three times already, Graham. Same result for two out of the three matches. Does Brock Lesnar continue his streak as universal champion, or is Sunday the time and the place in Brooklyn and Barclays Center for Roman Reigns to finally become universal champion?
0: Yeah, Roman's got to win. He does. I mean, we talked about this last week. I won't repeat myself, but the story they've been telling since WrestleMania 31 is that Roman has to beat Brock he's failed like three or four times now he's gotta beat him on sunday if they don't they're gonna have another rematch down the road so just get it out of the way now which they should have done at wrestlemania and they didn't so fuck them for making us wait this long because they just wanted to be done with um but yeah roman wins and i think braun has got to cash in afterward he has to like uh they can't end the show with roman winning and then people pooping all over it like that would And another SummerSlam on a deflating note. They have to end it with a positive thing for once, with a a good fan reaction and people not shitting all over the show as they walk out of the arena, which was the case in 2015 and 2016. And still, that being said, I think Braun has got to cash in anyway. um, I think Roman wins. Braun cashes in. That's what I got going down.
1: I think Roman wins. Hopefully no cash in. I know everybody would love Braun to come in and take the belt off, off Roman Reigns. Um, fantasy booking in the event Brock Lesnar wins on Sunday. Do we see a potential rematch the following night on Raw or do we see Brock just go away, had the belt? And again, we we, we we live in this whole thing over and over again where Brock gets a champion, but he's, he's nowhere to be found on Raw.
0: God, I don't think that's going to happen. We talked about this last week, I, that would be the one of the dumbest things they could possibly do. <laughs> they can't. What are they going to do Brock and Roman again at Royal Rumble? Like, let's move on. They can't. They won't, and I don't think they will, so I think Brock is scheduled to be on Raw the next one, which scares me because mm-hmm. why would you have him on the show if he just lost the title? That's what scares me. I mean, I guess they could have him come out and be like, "Oh, I want a rematch," and they could do have him wrestle on Raw for a change, which would actually be kind of cool. If they did the rematch on Raw, because um, Brock has yet to wrestle on Raw since return to the company in 2012. So I think that'd be awesome. I don't see that happening. Maybe they just have Brock come out, shit on the people, and he leaves. I don't know. And then we see him come back for WrestleMania season, or Bobby Lashley maybe takes him out, and that leads to a match at WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But either way, I think there is like a 5% chance Brock Lesnar wins on Sunday, because I think it'd be the dumbest thing they can possibly do. What is Braun going to sit at home with his briefcase for the next six to eight months again? I don't think so. So I think um, no, almost guaranteed no chance that Brock leaves uh, Monday's Raw. Because I could think maybe Brock wins on Sunday. I don't think he should. But I think Brock maybe wins on Sunday and then Braun cashes in on Raw. But either way, he's not leaving Brooklyn as universal champion. Brock Lesnar, that is.
1: Mm. Uh, Graham, before I let you go, we got a couple Summer Slam anniversaries. Uh, Today, August 14th, we had SummerSlam 2011. Tomorrow, the 15th, we had SummerSlam 04 and SummerSlam 2010. So let's see how well we recall these SummerSlams. Uh, Let me start with the, the real anniversary, which is 2011, seven years ago. Today, SummerSlam 2011, we had eight matches on the card. Dolph Ziggler against... Alex Riley, wow! Um, <laughs> I don't recall that match at all.
0: I knew it was um, a kickoff. It was a, it was dark match. It wasn't yeah, on the actual show.
1: Yeah, kickoff show. Um, John John <laughs> Morrison, holy shit! John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, and Rey Mysterio defeated r Truth, The Miz, and Alberto Del Rio in a six man tag match. Uh, okay. Um, Mark Henry defeated Sheamus by count out. Kelly Kelly defeated Beth Phoenix for the Divas Championship. Wade Barrett defeated Daniel Bryan. Wow. Randy Orton defeated Christian. I do recall that one. Uh, no hose barred match for the World Heavyweight Championship. CM Punk defeated John Cena in the undisputed title match with Triple H as guest referee. And then we had Del Rio cash in on CM Punk to become the new champion. That was SummerSlam 2011. Eight matches and we get what, damn near 13 uh, this this weekend.
0: Well, no, they have an extra hour, but still. I mean, they also didn't have a kickoff show back then, so it's uh, different, but I honestly, I really enjoyed that show. I know it was only 2011, but I thought it was a great show. I remember watching it live. Um, Punk and Cena was great. Not as good as the Money in the Bank match. But I thought it was really, really good. Del Rio cashed in. Um, Christian and Orton, like you said, was absolutely amazing. I thought that was one of their best matches. And, um, yeah, Wade, even Wade Barrett and Daniel Bryan had a good match. I thought it was a really, really good show overall. One of the better Summer Slams in the last 10 years, I would say.
1: SummerSlam 04, which is tomorrow. Well, those who, those who would hear the show will be August 15th. So SummerSlam 04 took place... Uh, August 15th from uh, Toronto, Canada. We had nine matches on the card with the pre show. Rob Van Dam defeated Rene Dupree. Shit. <laughs> Rene Dupree. Um, the Dudley Boys defeated Billy Kidman, Paul London, and Rey Mysterio. Six man tag match. Kane defeated Matt Hardy. In a Till Death Do Us Part match. I have no idea what happened in that match. <laughs> um, John Cena defeated Booker T. Um, in a first in a best of five series for the United States Championship. We had Edge defeated Batista and Chris Jericho. Triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Kurt Angle defeated Eddie Guerrero. Um, triple H defeated... Eugene. Wow. 14 minute match with fucking Eugene. Holy shit. JBL defeated The Undertaker in, uh, for the WWE title. And Randy Orton defeated Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I do remember the Orton match. That's the one he says he became the, the, the youngest world champion in company history. The other matches, I don't recall at all. So that was SummerSlam 04, Graham. Nine matches on the card. I
0: barely remember that show, to be honest with you. I remember the main event, Ben Juan Orton. Um, That's about it.
1: (laughs) I don't remember anything else about the show. Uh, Uh, The last one we have was um, 2010, August 15th, 2010, in Staples in uh, L.A. We had... This is going to be fun. Seven matches on the card for SummerSlam. Wow. Um, Evan Bourne defeated Zack Ryder. Oh, well. Dolph Ziggler defeated... Sorry. Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston ended in a no contest for the Intercontinental Championship. Malina defeated Alicia Fox for the Divas title. Big Show defeated... The Straight Edge Society, CM Punk, Joseph Mercury and Luke Gallows in a handicap match. Randy Orton defeated Sheamus by DQ for the WWE title. Kane defeated Rey Mysterio in a match for the World Heavyweight Championship and Team WWE, which was Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Edge, John Cena, John Morrison and R-Truth defeated The Nexus, Darren Young, David Otunga, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, Michael Tarver, Skip Sheffield, and Wade Barrett in a 7-on-7 elimination tag team match. What the fuck was SummerSlam 2010 doing, Graham? A shit show is what that shit was, Randy. A fucking, fucking shit show. What was
0: that about? Netflix. I almost said Netflix. <laughs> Nexus died. Nexus died a horrible death on that night in that terrible main event. Good God, that was atrocious. and Ray Mysterio. Who fucking cares? Alicia Fox and Melina. Who fucking cares? Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. Next. I've already seen it a hundred times. Like, oh, my God. I remember that show. Sheamus and Randy Orton for the millionth time. No one gave two shits. This show sucked. Put it in the garbage and leave it there.
1: Well, Graham, hopefully you you you, you really care and, and enjoy NXT and SummerSlam this weekend. Um, I know I won't be there. I know you'll be there for, for NXT. Uh, I'm going to try to watch it live, if not the replay. Um You know, usually every time we go into SummerSlam weekend, we always say, you know, NXT is going to be better than SummerSlam. And I think that's been the norm the last couple of years. I'm not not too sure about last year, but I think it's been the norm for NXT being better than SummerSlam. But real quick, does SummerSlam have a chance to become better than NXT this year? No. (laughs) Not at all. Tan, I was quick. <laughs> not a
0: chance. You said it yourself. It's been better than SummerSlam. They've been in Brooklyn now for three years. Right. This is their fourth year. Um. I think their last because they're going to be in New York for Mania. So it makes no sense to come back to SummerSlam to come back to New York area for SummerSlam next year. Um. Yeah. I think there's just there's no chance. There's no chance. This takeover is going to be great on paper. Now the main event like that. Not with Cole and Ricochet. Not with Baszler and Zane. Not with EC3 and Dream. Not with um. Undisputed Air and Mustache Mountain, now with Matt Riddle showing up. Uh, SummerSlam has a few very promising matches. But the thing with so many matches is that so few of them can succeed, the other ones could be boring as shit, and it drags it down the overall show. SummerSlam 2015-2016, I was at both shows. They were good. Pale in comparison to TakeOver. Not just because TakeOver is always good, but the TakeOver Brooklyn shows might be the best ones they've ever done. Um, I know you were at the third one last year. SummerSlam last year sucked so much ass. I can't even begin to tell you how bad that show was. TakeOver Brooklyn 3 with Cole showing up, McIntyre becoming champion. We had Ember Moon and Asuka, Sanity becoming tag team champions. That show was so kick-ass. I can't even begin to tell you how much better than it was than SummerSlam. Um, This year should be no different. I don't know if it's going to be as drastic, but I do think there is almost 0% chance that SummerSlam will be better than NXT TakeOver.
1: So you would say, like, no chance, like, no chance in, in hell, like Vincent Kennedy McMahon, huh? No chance.
0: No chance in hell. <laughs> yeah, I
1: love it. Oh, man. Are you going to be chanting in a crowd, like, you know, uh, this is awesome, you deserve it, you know, all that for NXT on Saturday? Oh, of course. Got my CM Punk shirt out and everything. CM Punk.
0: Yeah. CM that's right. Punk. See, Just kidding. No one's going to change CM Punk. The guy's the douchebag, apparently. He's in a lawsuit right now with Colt Cabana because Punk promised to pay his the uh, legal fees for the recent lawsuit that they won. Right. And then he backtracked and said, no, you're on your own, dude. And Colt Cabana's like, dude, what the fuck? And now they're in a lawsuit over that. So it's heartbreaking, but CM Punk is pretty much a douche. Right? I think most people already assume that. So no one's going to be chanting CM Punk's name anytime soon. But I might be the one guy there chanting his name, but just kidding now. Brooklyn's usually pretty good. Takeover chants are almost always in check. SummerSlam, it's gonna. I'm not there. I'm not going to be at the show. But SummerSlam should be interesting if only for that main event, if only for Brock and Roman. That should be entertaining for the chance alone.
1: I dare you to be the only one chanting "This is boring" at at a, at a takeover. <laughs> I dare you,
0: you. you. think I would? I don't think I would walk out there alive, Randy. I think I might get <laughs> shot dead on the spot. <laughs>
1: I hear that. He's probably saying this This is boring, and they probably tell you, you know, you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked yeah, up.
0: Yeah, pretty much. They'll start chanting, go back to watching Bobby Roode versus <laughs> Mojo Rawley, you loser, or whatever. Hey,
1: there's no Bobby Roode. There's no Mojo. There's no Orton. There's no Billy. There's no Sasha on SummerSlam. So everybody who we like or they like is not even not even on, on, on the call for Sunday.
0: Did you really just people? Did you really just put Randy people that they like in Mojo or Raleigh in the same sense? Did I hear that correctly, Randy?
1: Nah, that's where you chant. You fucked up right now. <laughs> 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 you fucked up. That's right. Um, I mean, again, hopefully NXT is dope. Hopefully SummerSlam is dope. Um, but Graham, always appreciate you coming on. You can follow Graham on Twitter at WrestleRant. Great work for for Bleacher Report. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R E N D Y, the letter J C R U Z. And you can find the podcast on SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast and on iTunes as well. Download, rate, comment, subscribe, show love and support to what we do. Graham, my man, always appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Randy. Always enjoy being here on the show. Enjoy SummerSlam weekend. I'll talk to you
1: next week, brother. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Adios. All right.